My Get Up and Go on SAFM. Influential people doing well in their respective fields. But I feel... Good morning. Top of the morning to you. Top of the morning to you too, sir. <laughs> nice to see you. Yeah. You're looking good. Uh, well, thank you for a four o'clock wake up. I, I was going to say, yeah. I mean, what is it that you used? Just give me an overdose of <laughs> oh, that. Okay. I just got up and just came here. Yeah. Do you yeah. exercise in the morning when you wake up? Um, Not particularly, eh? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's something that I need to get into, but I haven't gotten into that yet. Um, So my morning is just, I wake up and the first thing I go to is my phone. <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> so if if uh, you know emergency services was to say evacuate, you'd leave everything else but pick up the phone. Yeah, this is this is this is my bread and butter. This is my money maker. So <laughs> I need to be aware of what's happening. Um, yeah. So my phone is my life. Because a lot of people would actually think uh, phone, laptop, mm-hmm. uh, one of them works better than the other, and you're able to do it via phone. Uh, yeah, like uh, obviously. Um, prior to your Twitters and stuff like that, laptop was that for me. Mm. But now I'm on my phone more than I'm on I'm on my laptop. So, yeah, my phone is the number one thing. Like if I was in a building and there was fire, yes, the phone would be the first thing. That I'd grab. <laughs> <laughs> probably get outside and say, "Gee, I forgot my shoes." <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> among other things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, how do people describe you? You know, because a lot of people when they look at you, they, mm. they look at you as somebody that understands what it is when people say a hustler of note, <laughs> and a hustler, uh, probably slash mover and a shaker, yeah. and 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 and. Um, like the, the easiest way, I mean, in terms of what I do, the easiest way would be, would be to say I'm an entertainment commentator. Mm. Um, in terms of that, what you just mentioned right now, I think yeah, I don't mind a hustler. I mean, like I'm 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 a self-made guy. You know, uh, I'm a kid from Northwest who was down. Yeah. Yeah. So life dealt me certain cards, um, and I had to make a decision: either I can nakumuruleng and go work in the mines, or I find a way of getting myself out, out of that situation. And I came to Johannesburg, worked my way up, started off like everybody else, waitering and all of that, and um. I saw an opportunity with, with, with the emergence of the internet and what the internet has done for other people all over the world. Mm. And I was like, uh, I could use that platform to kind of like, you know, create something for myself. And uh, with no tertiary qualification or anything like that, I've been able to create basically a career out of just, you know, doing things that other people do for free. <laughs> you, you, you've become a disruptor of note. Um, uh, yeah, I'm a conversation starter. Among other, things. among other things i mean you need to understand that that um in the entertainment space uh, especially yeah um especially for black creative there's always been that thing that you don't talk about certain things you know i remember when i first got into the game uh and i tried to get an agent whatever one of the rules that they told us was like yeah you don't discuss salaries <laughs> or yes, money yeah. and auditions and it's like why but now when you start to understand the industry and how it's structured you realize why certain some of those things were put in place you know what i mean as black creatives were seen as you are just there to do your job be grateful that you've got a job and don't say anything <laughs> do they still do that oh absolutely i thought that was a thing of the past we, we moved on absolutely you see and the sad part is that um even now when our industry is now more or less run by people who look like us 
uh, contracts and things that <laughs> have been in the industry have not necessarily changed. Mm. You know, I mean, one of the things that breaks my heart is um, I actually tweeted about it the other day that um, in the music industry, for instance, you've got these people who um, will leave um, these big recording labels and say we are leaving Sony and Universal whatever because they exploit black talent we're going to open our own black record labels and what do they do they go and open those record labels and uh take in black talent and they use the very same contract that they were running away from yes, <laughs> saying that, yeah. that those contracts are exploitative to black talent because it was them they use them on their own record label and that breaks my heart because it's like you know my struggle you know you know black text you know whatever why do you have to to do that but that's reality what of was the industry. reaction though to that because th- th- that's the truth yeah <laughs> all right the reaction i mean i mean you see that's that's another thing though the reaction was more from the fans of the industry because mm. i mean a lot of people don't understand like when the Zahara thing came up, for instance, I mean, people could not understand because they could not believe it. You know, uh, people who are in the industry, they are aware of it. A lot of time, people don't want to say anything. The people don't want to react <laughs> to certain information that is um, put in a public platform because that could jeopardize their opportunities. You know, so... Do you reckon people started hiding things a little deeper after this Zahara Look, started? you know what? Um, if you ask me the same question, say, about three years ago, I would say yes. I mean, like, things have change immensely i mean right now you have people like um what's in florence masebe mm. you know having the guts to be on a public platform she's and call out work. exactly you know yeah. and she's not the only one it's not that she's the one who gets the most attention because she goes for it but you know now you have a situation where now people are willing to speak openly about what's happening in the industry openly about the injustices and all of that that would never happen three or four years ago because opportunities were so limited that people are thinking that if i speak up i'm not going to be hired you know, uh, that's it. Um, and black bowling is a reality. You know, um, there are certain doors that I know, for instance, myself, there are certain doors that I know that are close to me simply because I happen to be a young, you no, know, vocal you black. Say. I am serious. I, I, I know that there are certain opportunities that I, I could have had if I just played the game, if I just um, kept quiet and sucked up to a few people and said, yes, sir. <laughs> And how, yes, ma'am. How would that be for you? Would you be able? It would, would suffocate me. No, I would not. Like, uh, um, I always say that my journey to my dream goal in terms of career has taken me longer simply because there are certain things that I would not compromise. So one of those things is my independence of thought and um, my ability to just speak my mind. You know, the moment you say to me that, Phil, you can't say this and you're not giving me reasons that are sound to me as to why I cannot say mm, it. Mm. That's a problem for me. <laughs> Be- because you, you most probably find yourself in a position where you mirror a lot of things yeah. and people admire bravery yeah. to do that. Because a lot of us want to say something, yeah. but would rather you say it for us yeah. and we stand behind you. But you see, uh, uh, um, bravery is, I believe that bravery is in action. It's easy for me to say it uh with my phone and and tell you that this is what's happening but a brave person is that person that's gonna take the mental from that point on and actually do something about it do you know what i mean uh uh, so um thank you for that but i don't think there's any bravery in what i do at all because you know yes maybe it's a catalyst for things to happen and change but i think bravery goes to the people that actually put their jobs on the line to right. see change people right. who are actually like um 
are there taking action i think that that is something commendable and a lot of them don't get the the, the, the props that they should be getting because they might not be a film pillar who's verified on twitter mm. you know mm. but yeah I mean, what's your approach to this? Because people uh, can describe you in many ways. Sometimes I yeah. look at you and I'm like, Phil gives as good as he gets. <laughs> look, at the end of the day, I'm I'm, I'm human. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'm human. I um I make mistakes. I I uh, sometimes I'm wrong. Uh, sometimes you know some. Sometimes you get information from people that you you trust, and sometimes mistakes happen. Like I mean, like uh, for instance, the the. Um, there was an SABC One show that I said was coming to an end, and it just so happened that uh, the information that I got, <laughs> instead of saying recommission, this person made a mistake and said decommissioned, you know. Yeah. And of course, I but mean, who owns that kind of mistake there? <laughs> exactly. But but you know, this was coming from a credible source. Yeah. You know, so so there so was no reason for me to question it. Right. So obviously, I ran with the information that after ten years or fifteen years, you know, real Kaposa is getting cancelled. <laughs> But when the, when I, uh, the mistake was uh, um, corrected and I was made aware of it, and I, I came back and I said, "Hey, you know, things happen." Um, yeah, <laughs> but that's the thing, though. You know, you cannot do what I do if you're not willing to um, open yourself up to criticism, right? Open yourself up to being corrected. You know, mm-hmm. because the moment you think you are know it all that's when yeah you're gonna lose a lot of people because people need to know that they can relate to you mm-hmm. because i'm a fan of the industry first before anything else you know um i always say that this industry saved me i could have easily been gone the other way around you know the other route but um this industry is the only industry that did not care whether i had a, a degree or whatever you you know which is important uh, in its own way but the fact that i could still have opportunities to build myself without having the resources you know it's, it's an amazing thing and this can only happen in an industry like this you know to get to the level that i am right now mm-hmm. to be making a living the way that i'm making a living right now i mean it's, it's it's amazing it amazes myself you know that's why i am so chilled and humble sometimes because sometimes i feel like oh my god i'm gonna wake up and somebody's gonna take all of this away from me because <laughs> i feel like a fraud you know what i mean um because when you grow up and and um i'm gonna get a bit racial here when we grow up especially as black kids in south africa we are told that the only way that you're gonna succeed is this path mm. do you know what i mean mm. you go and you study and you get a job and that's it you know and we are not that there are many other ways to get to the top without having to go through that and we we and as much as we i respect education and i am for it if we've got the opportunity to get that get it, get it yes but the reality of the world that we live in right now is that um not everything is about a piece of paper and we need and not everybody has access to the resources that could get them that piece of paper so we need to be encouraging our young people that if you don't have the means to go and study or to get into university or if they reject you at university that's not the end of the world there are many ways that the very same dream that you have you well you can't be a doctor without going to, <laughs> to uh, do lots, that lots of work. But, yeah but but you know there are other mm. things that you you are, you are able to kind of like you know do without having to have that if you've got the talent and you're willing to put in the work and i think that's something that we don't do and the the racial part of it is you know a white kid studying something in his garage or doing something without having studied it is an innovator and is celebrated you know a black kid your credibility is questioned 
every at every corner you know like uh, for instance mm. i've proven myself right now that i know what i'm doing and i'm good at what i'm doing but even to this point as film paler i still get my credibility questioned and i still get you know treated in a in a way that says you don't belong here who do you think you are kind of way and i know it's simply because i'm a black guy if i was a white guy doing the very same thing i'll be celebrated i'll be rich right now <laughs> but how do you deal with that though um i don't dwell eh? so I, i i move on um because i know that i sit in a space where i'm able to inspire people mm-hmm. uh and that for me is much more important than than anything else if i know that my being film pillar and being given platform like right now where i'm at right now there's somebody out there listening to this who's gonna be on some oh my god i thought my life was over you know yeah. if this guy can use his phone can use twitter can use social media to actually build a career for himself surely there's ways that i can get out of this rut that i'm in right now you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that for me that that's what what drives me um anything else uh, yeah obviously someone like you you as a commentator and mm. as probably a thought leader in the entertainment industry yeah. a, a lot of people would give you a brief which is directed towards a particular goal yeah and and such briefs how do you interpret them given the fact that where you are it, 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 it's a very hot space uh, look um first of all you need to i'm very aware of my sources of information i'm very aware like if i get a story if somebody calls me up and say hey this is what's happening whatever uh, i want you to take this on and because you're gonna give it more you know um credence and more platform blah 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 yeah i'm always aware of people's intentions <laughs> that's something that i'm good at you know I'm, i'm able to read people so there are many stories that i get uh some of them could actually get me trending and get me whatever but i don't i don't run with them because i the source that it comes from is somebody with an agenda you know so i i try and avoid being used uh to settle scores uh because sometimes people will do that you know people will want to use you which is easy yeah yeah, yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so i'm, I'm very cognizant <laughs> of of stuff stuff like that so that has been able to protect me and keep keep me in in a position where i'm kind of like you know focused and mm. Mm. Did you find you get to a place where um, more brands, as earlier we were talking of uh, the yeah. brands, are tightening up their belts or whatever? But yeah. as, 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 as helping brands to position themselves properly, I'm thinking your voice plays a big role there. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's another thing about living in this beautiful country of ours. I mean, it's wonderful and you can create opportunities for yourself, but especially as a black creative like a lot of the time you know it's hard because like even with brands brands are, are not willing to pay us as as as, as black code and code influencers for instance you know what i mean mm-hmm. when they call phil they want to you know get the lowest <laughs> rate from me which is fine it's fair whatever but then when you start finding out that your your non black counterparts are doing the same campaigns that you're doing um but they're not they're getting paid two or three times more than you getting paid it's, it 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 hits hard you know what i mean and 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 you realize that um it's not that they are better negotiators mm. you know it's just simply because they people just here's the thing about black creatives and this happens across the board whether you're an artist or whether you are somebody like myself the thing about black creatives in in south africa is that we are expected to do things for free like people don't value what we do so i think 
by paying us, people think that they're doing us a favor. They don't see what we do as a service that we provide, mm-hmm. as, 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 as something that is worth something. So for somebody to want to pay me 50,000 rand for a campaign, for them, it's like, why should I be paying <laughs> this so black guy 50,000? But it's, in a bigger scheme of them, that's nothing. That is nothing. Fifty thousand rand for a full-on campaign—it's nothing. I should actually they should be paying me like two hundred and fifty thousand <laughs> as a star. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That, yeah. that, that, that is nothing because I mean you look at the influencer market, for instance, internationally. Mm-hmm. I mean it, it's done amazingly well for people. I mean like even in Nigeria, like a lot of Nigerian influencers are able to get into spaces that we as South African black influencers almost probably never will, you know, because even these brands that work, I mean, I know a couple of brands that have done campaigns with influencers in Nigeria that are probably paying them a whole lot of money because you look at how these people are living. They're just sitting all over the world. <laughs> but those very same brands, when they're here in South Africa, are not doing the same thing. So what does that tell you? It's, you know, there's no value in what we do here. You, you, you've highlighted earlier that, you know, you you hit at the call where yeah. in the absence of an opportunity to study further mm. um, uh, uh, unemployment being a problem as well yeah. you created a business for yourself yeah. and, and that's what is spoken about as well mm. but then people always also wonder as well yeah. doing what you're doing mm. there's an opportunity to study does that cross your mind sometimes? Um, to improve or enrichment some people say no I, 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 enrichment. I suppose I suppose look I, I, I suppose but here's the thing though like uh, I'm already <laughs> where I need to the be and where I need to nice. go <laughs> look I don't know I, 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 I will never shut that door because that's one of the things that um it's very it's very it's very hard to take sometimes the fact that you know i didn't have the opportunity to do what i wanted mm, to do mm. uh yes i got here and i'm very happy where i am right now but this was not what i wanted to do you know what i mean uh but i'm i'm, I'm happy about it and uh my career is getting into a space right now that uh could afford me an opportunity to kind of like you know <laughs> do that if i wanted to do it but I don't know, like, oh, good Lord, sit in a classroom. Yeah, <laughs> take instruction, do some homework. It's a lot of fun. Oh, my God. Imagine me. What, what, what would I study, though? I'm just thinking, like, um, I don't know. Like, I mean, if I were to study journalism, it would simply be about just the title of journalism. Well, as, as a content creator, yeah. it would be, be a creative director. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know like, uh, maybe, uh, maybe study some business what 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 maybe go to gibbs or something yeah. <laughs> and go do that no i'll take you up on that you see this helps <laughs> because i'm thinking well, once you add that to what you're doing yeah there's a lot of young people who will appreciate things much much better yeah they'll say mm. regardless because i mean you see people in their 70s who still go back to school yeah and mm. it embarrasses me so much <laughs> i'm thinking i should be the one going to class not them yeah no, 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 i get that that's why i'm saying that that door is not closed at yeah. all for me you know like i'm probably gonna be one of those people that when i'm like 60 and i've done <laughs> all of this stuff i'll be on some okay fine now i can commit myself to yeah. actually study some like for instance i mean i love i love reading and um nice. One of the things that I, I I'm, I'm finding myself as I grow older right now, you yeah. know, I'm in my early 30s now, is Ooh, appreciating. 30, 30s. <laughs> Ooh, I know, hey, <laughs> uh, I, I find myself appreciating a written word, you know, I, um, um, and 
getting information and all of that. So who knows? I might just go study and do a PhD in some subject in J, you yeah. know, and write stuff <laughs> on that. So we'll see. Do some research as well. Yeah. How do we get a hold of you? Obviously on Twitter. Yeah, of course. Um, right now, my like? <laughs> well, uh, my main point uh, platform right now is Twitter. So you can catch me on Twitter. I'm at Film Paler. That's filled with one L. So, yeah. Looking forward to seeing what you're going to be tweeting later on. All right. Phil, a pleasure to have you, my brother. Thank you for having Keep me. Keep on doing what you're doing. I read your cool. articles. I mean, the subtitles. I'm like, did he say that? But he did. He's Phil. Maybe All he right. can. Phil Impella, ladies and gentlemen, he's on Twitter. He's a disruptor of note and he's loving every minute. It's four minutes to five. First take SA on the way with Elvis Presley. And of course, we'll kick off the hour with news from uh, Nomsam Luli.